Welcome to the Energy for Life podcast, helping busy women reclaim their energy, innate power, and self-worth. Here is your host, Corona Brady. Welcome back. Welcome to episode 43 of the Energy for Life podcast show. And I am your host, Corona Brady. Today, I have something a little different for you. I'm actually bringing a recent interview I did with Matt and Joe at the Hustle and Flow Chart podcast show. This was such an enjoyable interview. Matt and Joe are so much fun and I really felt like I was sitting down having a cup of tea with two old friends. So here are some of the topics that we discussed. Burnout and stress, how to experiment with your life, unconsciously diving into masculine goals, The corporate ladder can leave you hollow. Having to wear a mask. The final straw. Getting back into balance. Mastering your morning. Then mastering your evening. Breath of fire. Taking a vacation from your screens. And making sacred rituals part of your day. I hope you enjoy this one today. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Hustle and Flow Chart podcast with your boys, Matt Wolf and Joe Fear. Check it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Hustle and Flow Chart podcast. This is a very calming episode. Yes. So I'm not going to get too amped up and crazy for this intro because we want you to stay calm for this episode. Oh, this is Joe Fear. And I'm Matt Wolf. There we go. And thank you for tuning in. We just can't pull that off, can we? It's impossible. (laughs) We're just trying to stay very calm and mellow. But you know who can pull it off? Corona. Corona Brady. Our guest on today's show. She did pull it off. (laughs) So we are going to go places that probably haven't really spoken about too much on this podcast, which is very good because Corona here is a, she's a master when it comes to kind of unlocking this, this, this potential we all have inside of us. When it comes to burnout, overwhelm, stress, all this kind of stuff that anxiety, the stuff that we kind of walk around with all the time. And a lot of the stuff is holding us back. Obviously, stress can be good or bad. It doesn't really go away, but she unlocks how to get past that, how to find your passion and how to use some very strategic tools, mechanisms and things that can basically make your life feel a lot better, get you out of some health issues that you might be experiencing, uh, crappy sleep patterns, uh, so many different things. She's going to outline that all here on the podcast. And we actually dive into a meditation that we do together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we've definitely never done that before on the yeah. podcast, but you'll love it. And uh, yeah, something, Matt, anything that... No, I mean, I think I think you pretty much covered it. it you know, you're going to you're going to learn how to get past that stress overwhelm. And one of the things I really like diving deep on was was the sleep issues, because I'm not typically a morning person. And mm-hmm. some of the exercises and things she talked about actually, um, you know, uh, were designed to help you become more of a morning person and help kind of get you in your flow early in the day. And yeah. so, uh, you know, really good stuff. And we were introduced to her through James Shramko, who we've had on the show a couple times now. And um 
you know, we, we did dive in a little bit on her actual business and her, her sort of content strategy behind her business and the app and her podcast and, and all the different stuff she's doing in her business. And so we get into that in the end, but the, you know, the major chunk of it, the 80, 20 of this episode is really how to just get past that stress, get past that overwhelm, you know, jump up in the morning, ready to take on the day mm-hmm. and, and some exercises to accomplish that. So, uh, definitely a little bit of a change of pace, but I think, uh, you're all going to enjoy it just the same, and it is just as powerful and beneficial as uh, any other episode we've done. For sure. So you walk away with all a bunch of tools and different things to experiment with your life, and you'll love it. I know I'm, I'm taking some away and going to start applying them tonight. Yes. So um, definitely, you know, we take the notes for you. We're going to, she's going to give you a lot of actionable things here in this podcast and ways to kind of apply this to your life because I'm sure a lot of these things you don't even know are happening Mm -hmm. (laughs) that are kind of hidden. So go to evergreenprofits.com and go download the cheat sheet that is a companion to her episode. So if you don't see Corona on the front page, just search up Corona in the uh, search bar on there and then you'll find it. Join in for that free cheat sheet. You'll love it. We did all the hard work for you. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this show. We're really, really trying to ramp up this show. This uh, It's mine and Joe's goal to make this show our main thing, our main focus. Um, and, and the way we get to do that is if you're enjoying this, subscribe, review, all that kind of stuff really uh, helps spread the love of this show for us. Mm-hmm. So we'd really, really appreciate that. Thank you in advance. And uh, let's go ahead and jump over and chat with Corona. Let's do this. Hey, Corona. Thanks for hopping on the show with us here. Hey, how are you? Thank you you so much for having me today. You're very welcome. Yeah. We got uh, introduced by our mutual buddy, James Schramko. Yeah. uh, (laughs) James is a great guy. (laughs) I know. He's like our... I think we're starting to do... Well, we kind of agreed that we're going to do some recurring shows with him. Uh, we just had one a couple weeks ago, and it lasted for like two hours. <laughs> we just couldn't stop talking. <laughs> yeah, he's lots he's, to talk about. <laughs> he's kind oh, yeah. of become a, a booking agent for us too. He's like helping us find all sorts of awesome people to bring on the show and chat with. And uh, oh, great! He's a good guy. I think that's how we got connected initially. It so it definitely is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, which is fantastic. Cool. Well, you're out there in Australia, but Matt picked up that you're not a native Australian. <laughs> well, is- I, 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 in my head, I was thinking she sounds Irish to me, but I didn't want to sound stupid and say, "Are you actually from Ireland?" And that because I did this the other day, we were at an event, and I walked up to somebody yeah. and I said, "You're definitely a Kiwi. You're definitely from New Zealand. I can tell in your voice." And he's like, "No, I'm from Australia." And I'm like, "Okay, I feel stupid now." <laughs> <laughs> so now I just don't assume. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm Irish, but um, yeah, my accent is hard to pick up because I've been living in Australia. Gosh, I think it's coming up on maybe 14 years now. So yeah, you can hear the Irish accent, I think, every so often, but it has a little bit of the sing-along Australian accent in there as well, <laughs> where I sing on the notes. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. It's a unique mix. <laughs> you know? yeah. So yeah, so tell us a little bit about, because you're doing a lot of similar things to us, but I know you have your own, you know, fuerte that are forte there that, you know, you're kind of, you, you train a lot of women in burnout, stress, overwhelm, and how to get past that. Obviously that can relate to guys listening as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Give us a little backstory of yourself, you know, your background and how you got to where you're at now. Yeah, I'd love to. So, um, yeah, I'm a life coach and I'm a mind detox therapist and I'm also a senior Kundalini yoga teacher. And I, yeah, I've moved to Australia probably about close to 14 years ago. 
And um, at that time, I was working in corporate. <laughs> Seems like a lifetime ago. Um, and uh, I set up my business um, close to nine years ago. And I'm the founder of Energy for Life Academy, which is really a group coaching program for women where I teach women um, how to reclaim their energy, their innate power and their self-worth. So my passion is it's really about being able to support women to just squeeze the absolute juice out of their life so that they can really live a full, vital, energetic, passionate life. And so that they can really go after those goals. They can um, achieve those unique goals and dreams in, in life. Um, and gosh, I've, I've coached women from all over the world and um, over probably I'd say five continents. And yeah, I feel really, really blessed. I feel really grateful to do this work. And I'm really, really passionate about being able to transform uh, women's lives. Mm -hmm. But I guess, you know, that's not how it was always for me because <laughs> as I mentioned, my background um, is actually corporate banking. And I probably spent about close to 12 years climbing the corporate ladder and without ever really kind of having words for it, I was kind of that little girl who grew up um, really unconsciously pursuing that masculine brand of strength. And um, from a very young age, I was quite sensitive. So I could always kind of tune into people's feelings and thoughts around me. Um, mm -hmm. But from a really young age, my body just was resisting, pushing, constricting, suppressing. And I was very, very anxious. And um, so I spent years just, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. Um, but really underneath it all, I think I was trying to prove to myself that I could be somebody. Mm. Um, and I had this kind of thought always running in the back of my head. Once I get that management position, then I'm going to be really happy. Then I'm going to be really fulfilled. Um, and I'll make my parents really proud and I'll feel wordy and I'll feel really good about myself. But the truth is I was I was miserable working in banking for years. Mm. And, and I felt like I was just dying a slow death internally. And I knew that there was more to life, but I didn't know what that was, what that looked like. And so when I eventually got that management position, I actually very quickly realized that this was not what I wanted. And <laughs> um, I was completely stressed out. I was burnt out, depleted, really numb and very, very empty and anxious and depressed internally. And um, that role, it only lasted a couple of months. Um, but during that time, I was, I was really an anxious mess. And that's really when I reached rock bottom. I, I burnt out completely. And my health really suffered big time. And I was in work one day and I just heard this voice. <laughs> it came from within me and it really instructed me to leave my job or I'd be seriously ill. And at that point, I could really feel something like a disease um, was manifesting inside of me and it would only be a matter of time. And at that time, I was, I was already sick. I was completely burnt out. My 
endocrine system had completely shut down. I had liver damage. I was just constantly fatigued. I had menstrual issues, hormonal issues, blood sugar issues. And I had been diagnosed with insulin resistance, which mm. is literally on the verge of diabetes oh, wow. and uh, PCOS as well. And yeah, at that time, I think I had two choices. I could just medicate, <laughs> which I was put on medication at that time, or I could just really take an honest look at my life and reassess. Yeah. And that's when I chose to reassess. And that's when my own healing journey began. And that would have been in my late 20s, 26, 27. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and I'm now, what age? 38, close to 38. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, it's been a long journey. <laughs> yeah, but that's, in, and what you described is one that I feel like most people, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, a guy or, or a woman, is that you're going through a very similar process, especially, like you said, something like you're trying to kind of prove it to yourself and other people that you are mm-hmm. something in life. And, a lot of that is status. It could be money or, you know, yeah. some corporate-y thing. Because I did that path. I was in the corporate world for a while. Matt and I also yeah. worked at uh, his parents' company for a while. and mm-hmm. But, yeah, we, we both realized we're like, that, this isn't our calling. This isn't what yeah. lights us up every morning when we wake up. It's like, no, probably rushing to work or dreading to wake up early, and which we'll talk about later. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. it's not a dread anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, no, yeah. it's... It's fascinating. And, and yeah, it's it's a struggle I think a lot of people are dealing with and doesn't matter who you are that um, unless you take a hold of that in different ways and realize that you're kind of stuck there unless you take yeah, action. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if I look back at that time as well, I, I just didn't know how to be in my body. <laughs> you know, the, that thought to just sit and be with whatever was going on internally just scared the living daylights out of me. So I, I've spent so much time just escaping my body through binge drinking, shopping, and mm. um, extreme exercise, food, you know, every distraction under the sun, I pretty much had mastered. <laughs> oh, man. So was that at a time when you moved to Australia? Like, was that around that the was, transition? Yeah, it was a, a couple of years after that. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was about maybe f- three or four years after that. Gotcha. Wow. So, so what sort of, of, of things did you do? What sort of, um, you know, what, I guess, what stuff do you teach your clients and what stuff did you learn during this whole process to help you sort of overcome and get beyond this phase in your life and start feeling better about yourself and start feeling better about your, your path that you're on? Yeah, so I've, gosh, I spent a couple of years working with an incredible naturopath. And really what she did was she really helped me take my whole body back into balance because I was just out of balance. And I really just learned how to nourish myself again and through really great food whole food, mm-hmm. you know, food that's closest to nature. Because during that time, I was actually living off rabbit salads. Oh. <laughs> you know, that was my diet. It was like a, a salad, toast and chocolate and then wine. <laughs> um, but then what I also did was I incorporated many other healing modalities like um, yoga, breath work, meditation, um, emotional healing, inner child work, mindset work. And, um, you know, then when I, I, I healed myself, 
you know, I was so committed and dedicating to healing myself that I did do it. I, I was able to heal the insulin resistance and mm. um, the, my hormones, everything came back into balance. And when I was able to do that, I just realized, gosh, there's so many other women out there going through what I'm going through and I don't want them to get to that place. And I realized as well that if I can do this, anybody can do it. And, you know, doctors told me at the time I'd be on medication for life, but wow. I knew I could change that. And I did. So I guess, yeah, you don't always believe what doctors tell you. You have to do, <laughs> you have to do your own research That's and you have truth. to follow your own intuition. Yeah. And this is, and just to tell the listeners really quick, this is definitely a different style of podcast that, you know, we typically will do here, but it's something I feel like most of us have gone through mm -hmm. in some phase mm -hmm. or another, maybe it's business, maybe it's personal life or financial, who knows what it could be. So that's why, you know, I think this is a super valuable kind of change a little bit for the flow of our normal shows, uh, because it's something that we wanted to bring up. Uh, because it, I feel like a lot of folks will kind of stuff it away or just kind of live with this anxiousness that they mm. just think is, okay, well, that's the new normal, I guess. You know, I'm just living with this pit in my stomach or this bad, you know, yeah. this, with this thing I'm doing that I'm not really passionate about, this business mm. or whatever it is. So I know we've been there, Matt and I have, you know, and even in the course of owning our own business, you know, we'll kind of pivot or start and stop things because we're like, eh, it just doesn't feel right. And yeah. yeah, so you're kind of hitting this on the head. It's it's that invisible thing that we're all kind of <laughs> kind of walking around with. Yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, you, how how was it that you found? Obviously, you had a very deliberate reason why you changed. But what was your? So what were the steps you took? I know you said uh, meditation. Uh, healthy eating how did you yes. well i'm actually curious before we before you answer that one was there some sort of catalyst like final straw where mm. you just thought to yourself okay this is it something needs to change yeah um i think uh, you know i when i was working in corporate life i knew that that was not my calling <laughs> you know i i had that kind of feeling for a long time but i didn't know what to do. And I guess I always had an interest in healing, in natural forms of healing. And um, the catalyst for me really was um, just the that day, <laughs> hearing that voice and just having those feelings of just continuous panic, continuous feelings of anxiety and continuous feelings of dread going into work every day. Mm. And also feeling like I had to kind of put a mask on as well. I couldn't really, um, I couldn't really be my true self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually a biggie because I can relate to that. Is uh, you know, and I was in the corporate space, not really so much when Matt and I were working together because that was a little bit more flexible. Uh, but in the corporate yeah. space, you definitely have to be like this person that's in the right. box, almost <laughs> like oh, yeah. we're. Maybe it's not a tie, which I like to call it an upside down noose, uh, like back in the day. But like, you know, you you have to look a certain way, be there at a certain time, do this certain thing, sit in a certain place. It's like, ah. And then I remember for me personally, I was walking through this, uh, this place in downtown San Diego and like all the people that were there for 20 plus years just looked like zombies. Like the life was sucked out of them. Yeah. And, 
Yeah. And I was like, no, hell no, that's not going to be me. <laughs> like, I'm I got to make a change. Pass, yeah. yeah. And that was my point. Like, kind of, I wasn't, luckily, I didn't have health issues, but I was just like, no shit. I'm <laughs> like, not me, not me. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe there were health issues, but maybe you just didn't attach them to that. Uh, Possible, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So, because yeah. I think, yeah. you know, uh, one, another aspect, and we may get into this in a bit is a lot of mm. times when you have a lot of stress and you have a lot of anxiety and there's a lot of this stuff sort of piling up mentally, it sort of manifests itself into pain elsewhere in your body. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's, there's so many scenarios where, you know, somebody's, you know, neck is just killing them for months and months and months. And then they like, you know, quit oh, their job and, yeah. and that stress releases from their neck, you know? It's interesting you bring yeah. up the neck thing because I used to have a lot of neck pain. So yeah. maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's interesting. So how do you walk folks through getting out of a point in their life like, so uh, I guess let me rephrase this. Are people going to you unknowing that they need this change in their life or are they already aware? Oh, they're, they're aware. Yeah. Okay. You know, and <laughs> um, I, yeah, they're, they're aware. Like when a woman kind of enters my world, she's just, a lot of the time she's just feeling really hungry <laughs> for mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. but a lot of the time she can't even maybe explain what that hunger is. And, you know, she might have done everything and right, everything right in life. And she has, you know, and especially to what society says, like climbing the corporate ladder, you know, getting that perfect job, getting the perfect pay. Mm. And, and she might have even spent maybe years pursuing all of the external stuff, which has now just kind of left her feeling very dry and very empty. And she might have gotten married, she might have had the kids. She's ticked all of the boxes. You know, she Mm -hmm. has the house, she's got the nice car, and all the things that she's kind of ever wanted in life or she kind of thought she wanted or needed to have. But there's just this continuous feeling like something is missing. Mm. She feels just empty. She feels lost. She feels stuck. Um, and her path is just kind of lacking heart on some level. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And yeah, well, well uh, maybe Matt and I, I was just thinking of, because we can like hold it up for the guys that are listening, <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah. you know, because we, we both share very similar things. This can be a cool dynamic actually, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I could see like, maybe there's, we don't all have the same indications, but I know Matt and I yeah. have, definitely like, if you don't have a purpose behind what you're doing, that's a pretty good indication that maybe you should reassess. Oh. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. do you think like the, these these sort of feelings of stress and anxiety and overwhelm over over what you're doing? Do you think that they're you can pretty much eradicate them forever, or is it like a you figure out how to minimize them so that they just happen less frequently? Yeah, that's right. I don't think you can ever get rid of anything, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because stress is always going to be in your life. If 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 you don't have stress in your life, well, you're not really kind of living, right? Mm. If if your life is completely stress free, and um, it's just not possible. But it's learning how to manage the stress. It's learning how to cope with the stress. It's having tools and it's having routines and beautiful rituals in your life to support you. Mm. And so that stress isn't so overwhelming. Yeah. 
Good to hear because I'm still stressed out a lot of times. <laughs> well, I think you know that's part of the entrepreneurial journey, right? Yeah. Well, there's there's good stress, bad stress, and yeah. But it's interesting. You hear these books or these people touting products with like live a stress free life. It's like mm, bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but you bring up a very good point. It's like yeah, you could try to be as you know whatever passionate in your stuff, but it's life isn't just all you know gravy or you know Bad roses, roses. And, yeah exactly <laughs> see so what are some common indicators that you see from the women that go to you like a lot yeah, of corporate folks um, uh, yeah some of the uh, some of the signs i guess mm -hmm. for people really to look out for um is if you're feeling consistently physically drained, okay, you're feeling just tired all the time. And also know that like exhaustion can be physical, it can be mental, and it can also be emotional. And um, so it's just kind of this continuous feeling like you have no energy for anything and you feel spent all the time. Or, um, you know, another sign could be you consistently feel unmotivated. You just don't feel excited and you don't feel enthusiastic about anything in your life anymore. And, you know, maybe those things that used to light you up, they no longer do that for you. Or, um, you know, another sign could be you really struggle to get going in the morning. You just can't get up. It's like your legs feel like heavy and dead in the bed. And mm. um, you might be a snoozer. So the alarm goes off and you just <laughs> hit snooze for an hour or maybe two hours. And then eventually you drag your weary body out of bed and you go straight for the coffee. You go straight for a hit of energy. Mm. Or um, another sign of burnout could be just um, consistently experiencing negative feelings and just this sense of inner frustration, or you're just kind of noticing yourself more and more triggered by your environment, more and more triggered by others. Mm -hmm. And you might even have thoughts such as, oh, what's the point anymore? Or why bother? Yeah. Um, and of course, I'm not saying that, you know, um, we don't experience negative emotions. We all do. We all experience them from time to time. But if you're just noticing yourself being more pessimistic on a consistent basis, this might be a red flag for you. Or um, another sign could be lacking focus. This is a big one. Lacking concentration. Um, it, you might find yourself just noticing uh, lately, it's very hard for you to make simple daily decisions or you wake up with fog. This is very common, just a lot of brain fog mm. where you just can't think clearly. And you also seem to be in your sympathetic nervous system more often than not. So that's the fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this has a negative effect on you being able to really problem solve in the moment and make those simple decisions. And yeah. um, another clue of burnout can be just forgetfulness, just forgetting simple things. And um, another one could be, you know, you're starting to notice problems arising in other areas of your life. Like maybe your relationships are starting to break down, you know, communication mm -hmm. and intimacy, or you're more triggered and you're having more and more arguments. Um, or you're noticing yourself just withdrawing from relationships or withdrawing from life or mm. withdrawing from talking to loved ones or 
family members or when you are in their presence you're just you're not there fully like you're not fully present yeah um another uh, one could be you're just not taking care of yourself so <laughs> you have just no self-care you you might be caught up in very unhealthy coping strategies like just drinking many cups of coffee throughout the day or eating a lot of sugar or eating a lot of refined foods or processed foods foods or takeaway foods or drinking alcohol is a big one mm -hmm. so you know really relying on a glass of wine every evening at the end of the day to de-stress um, or relying on sleeping pills for you to oh, fall yeah. asleep at night um, and not getting enough sleep having no routines no rituals um, but what I see then, what can happen, and I see this a lot in women, is that health problems then can start to seep in because over time, um, serious chronic stress can really create havoc in your body. Like I see a lot of women with digestive issues, gut problems, mental health issues, anxiety, depression, and um, weight gain, obesity, diabetes, and yeah, even and heart disease you know so it's it's serious sure yeah and i've heard of many guys experiencing the same exact thing and so what are some processes once people are aware of this is there kind of a path that you take them down and and kind of yes. start to change them around yes absolutely um so the way like the way the, uh the kind of the journey that i uh, take women on is um, a big part of my work is actually really teaching her how to take care of herself and mm -hmm. um, because up until now she has really no self-care and when I say self-care I'm not talking about like going and having a blow dry <laughs> or going and having a pedicure right. or um, you know going to a spa yes yeah, that's lovely <laughs> but I'm talking about like daily sacred rituals um, where you're actually learning how to fill up your own cup. Um, and that begins with a morning ritual. And um, it's, you know, because how you choose to start your day, those rituals that you choose to start your day with, that really is going to affect the rest of your day. Because if you're getting up, you know, to the alarm clock and you're hitting it for an hour or two hours on snooze, and then finally you're getting up, you're feeling stressed, you're busy, you're rushing, you're grabbing the coffee, then think about that stress and busyness that you're already starting your day with. And that's kind of how your day continues. So what I really get women doing straight away is actually learning how to master their morning and um, through a sacred self-care practice that has many um, core elements inside that, like breath work and um, exercise, like stretching. Um, I bring kundalini yoga into the work that I do because it's incredibly transformative and it's very healing for the nervous system and the endocrine system. And you really notice shifts instantly and it's you know kundalini yoga is all about really moving your energy and and then also showing her how to start mastering her evening because in order for you to be able to get up in the morning you have to be winding down properly in the evening yeah. especially if you've got like a busy life and you're juggling you know many balls in the air like family commitments and 
business or work and all of these hats that we wear in a day, it's really important that you're winding down with an evening ritual. And then it's really helping her with her mindset, like really looking at some of those stories, the beliefs, and um, really focusing on detoxing the mind. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I know what we were talking about earlier is that uh, you have kind of a process for creating people to be more morning friendly, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. basically, because <laughs> we were chatting about how like, yeah, Matt and I, you know, we like waking up early, but not consistently. Well, yeah, well, I mean, At when you were I listing do. some of your the symptoms there, there was like a, a handful <laughs> that I know like, oh. I, I, I get that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, that one. I get that too. And definitely the <laughs> sleep thing. And then the second I get up, all right, straight to my coffee. Don't talk to me until I get my coffee. That's <laughs> yeah. me to this day. So that's, that's a normal one, I think, for yeah. many, many people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what would you? Suggest? But there are other ways. Like, yeah, there's other ways to tap into that energy, and um, and you can do that through breath work. You know, mm-hmm. so instead of going straight for the coffee you know, get on your mat and you don't have to sit there for an hour or two hours. You know, this is the great thing about, um, especially the Kundalini meditations and breath work, three minutes, Mm. (laughs) you know, everyone has three minutes. You've got no excuse (laughs) if you can't give yourself three minutes and you know, that, that will give you energy for the day. (laughs) I love it. Now this, uh, this may be a dumb question. I'm not familiar with Kundalini yoga. Can you explain how that, is that different than just normal yoga? What's? Yes. Yeah. It's a beautiful practice. Yeah. And it's uh, Kundalini yoga and um, it was brought to the West by Yogi Vajan. And it's, um, yeah, it's very different practice to other forms of yoga. And what I love most about this practice is that you do the practice with your eyes closed. Mm -hmm. And so the eyes are not opened, you're dropping deeply within, really supporting you to have that connection to self and supporting you to have that connection with your spirit. And the practice is um, very balancing for your glandular system. It's very strengthening for your nervous system. It's a workout for all of your organs. And it's really about moving the energy because the kundalini uh, is the energy that sits at the base of the spine. Every single human being, men and women, all have this energy. And this energy is really your birthright. And it sits at the base of the spine, but many people never even know it's there. They never tap into it which is really sad because when you start to awaken this energy, it gives you so much energy. Mm. (laughs) And that energy is the creative life force. And when you tap into that, you are really tapping into um, your, your, you know, your, your potential. And then you can use that in whatever area of your life you want to see positive change in. And uh, a lot of the women that I work with, they use this for their business because it gives them a lot of creative ideas, insights, inspiration, and they plug that into the areas of their life they want to see positive change happening in. Yeah, that's, so would that be, uh, is it fairly simple to walk us through something like that here or? Yes, I'd love to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's actually a really beautiful um, breeding 
practice that I would love to introduce you to. Um, And it's called Bread of Fire. Mm. And it's very powerful bread work. It's quite fast and it has a rhythm to it and it's a continuous bread. Mm -hmm. And we do the bread through the nostrils, the mouth is closed. And and the breath is really powered from your navel point, from your solar plexus. And I just want to give you just some, you know, benefits of this breath work today. Mm -hmm. And what, you know, three minutes, okay, that's all you even need, (laughs) three minutes of this. And you can do this, by the way, many times throughout the day. So if you're noticing at lunchtime or in the afternoon, you have a bit of a slump and you're, you're reaching for the coffee or you're reaching for the sugar, this is a great time to do the bread of fire. Perfect. And what the breathing exercise does is it really strengthen, strengthens your nervous system and that helps you with stress management. It releases toxins and it uh, repairs balance between the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. It also expands your lung capacity and it um, strengthens your magnetic fields Mm. and it also boosts your immune system. There are so many benefits. I could go on. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Well, let me warn. Or I should say, actually, which would be good, is it reduces your addictive impulses for smoking, bad foods, alcohol, etc. I think that's a good one to mention. That is a good one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because that's common for a lot of folks. Um, before yeah. you walk us through it, just just a little disclaimer. If you're driving, obviously don't do this. <laughs> Wait until yes, you're absolutely. somewhere safe. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just so very that important that you're, yeah, you're just doing this and nothing else. And that's really important, yeah, that you're not doing other things while you're doing the breath work because you're moving a lot of energy and it's important that you're sitting somewhere quiet as well. Hmm, perfect. Well, if it, if, if, you think we're ready i'd like to give it a shot here and (laughs) and folks listening along definitely follow along and get ready yes so and i guess the just before you begin any breathing practice is always to make sure that um you're sitting in a comfortable seated position and this does not mean you have to sit in a yoga lotus pose on the ground you can sit in a chair and make sure that your knees are uncrossed so that you increase the flow of energy throughout the body so that your feet are flat on the ground and make sure that the spine is fully supported and you feel relaxed. You're relaxing your shoulders and you're just relaxing your body. And the first step is to just bring your hands into a prayer position and you're letting your hands rest in a prayer position in front of the heart. And then just begin by closing your eyes. So closing your eyes, but if you could just imagine this, with the eyes closed, you're going to roll your eye gaze up and you're going to concentrate at the brow point. Now, the brow point is literally that point between your eyebrows. That's your third eye center. And this is a point that we gaze a lot to in Kundalini Yoga. So with the eyes closed, you're just bringing the gaze up to that point and just so that you can really understand the rhythm for this breath work is I'd like you to stick out your tongue and just start panting like a dog. Okay, I know it might sound a little crazy, but stick your tongue out and start panting like a dog. 
So as you're doing that, you're noticing the belly is um, rising in and out. And then you're going to close your mouth now. And you're breathing in and out through the nostrils, but just keeping that pumping action happening in the belly. So you should notice that pumping action happening in the belly. It's a fast pumping action. Start as slow as you need to. And you're just breathing in and out through the nostrils. Equal inhale and exhale. Just keep going. Keeping that pumping action going with the belly. And then inhale here. Just hold that breath and just apply your root lock. And what I mean by this is you're just going to squeeze your rectum, your sex organs and your navels holding the breath and drawing and squeezing the energy from the base up to the higher centers. Just keep holding the breath and then exhale. And just place the hands on your knees, palms are up and just relax, feeling that natural shift in your state, in your energy field. Just watching the natural flow of the breath. Just observing those internal and external sensations. And then inhale deeply here. Exhale fully. And when you're ready, just start to open your eyes again slowly, bringing some light back in, and then just always taking care before you move into the next thing that you're about to do for your day, just moving with ease and moving gently. So we did that there for close to a minute. You know, you could do that for three minutes. It can be done for one to three minutes. <laughs> And short, like that's how short you can do that breath work in. Um, but you can absolutely increase it up to 10 minutes, 15 minutes if you wanted to, to really reap the benefits. Wow. Yeah. Now I could feel, because I've done something like this before, but it kind of forces you, or at least now I could feel like I could breathe a little deeper. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Be lighter. That's something yeah. I've, I used to do a lot of is just deep breaths all the way down to pretty much as deep as you can go. Because I feel like mm. naturally, I know I'll breathe kind of shorter where it's just in my chest. But if you bring it down lower, just like this just did, it's like almost just lets the stress just go away or the tension. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, when we're stressed, that's where we're breathing. It's very shallow. It's in the chest. Mm -hmm. So if you can remember in that moment to actually check in, notice how you're breathing, and then direct it down, like right down to the navel point. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you very much.
<laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and you said you had some other uh, meditations. Uh, can you let us know about that Insight app? A little bit. Oh yes, yes. So I just um, was. I just uh, added uh, some meditations to the free. There's a wonderful free Insight app. And um, if your listeners don't know about this, you can download it from the iTunes Store, mm-hmm. and it's one of the largest free um, meditation apps out there. And come and find me, Corona Brady. I just uploaded a beautiful yoga nidra. Um, meditation which would be perfect for your listeners and um, in terms of winding down in the evening this is a great meditation short meditation to do in the evening to wind down to awesome. and yeah the app has got so many teachers and meditations on it and they're all free <laughs> yeah no that's a good app i used to use it a lot and like just like you said it's free it's totally free and you can do it you know some have uh, audio or you know a voice guiding you and some don't yeah but, uh, yes, that's we'll, right. We'll link to that, um, Patty, who does our show notes and listens to all these for cheat sheets. She's actually probably going to love this episode. Yeah. This is totally <laughs> her, and um, I'm sure she probably oh, uses good. it. But um, so I want to go back really quick, just a little change to the morning. Uh, you know, like kind of shifting selfishly, how to shift yourself to be more of a morning person and not have it be such of a strain. Uh, and you said you kind of have a process for that. Yeah, because, you know, most, uh, well, not most, but many of the women that come to me, and um, that's a common, uh, you know, a common statement that they share or a concern that they share um, before coming on board working with me is I'm not a morning person. I've never been a morning person. It's not going to be possible for me to get up and, mm-hmm. you know, Uh, start my mornings in this way and that's just a story it's an old story and it's an old belief Um, and the truth is that anybody can become a morning person because every woman I bring through my energy for life academy program and you know if she's arrived telling me that story by the end of the eight weeks she is now a morning person (laughs) And, and you know you have to first look at what you're doing in the evening and because something to know that many people aren't aware of is that the most restorative hours of sleep are between um, 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. So 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. So if you're getting to sleep or getting to bed close to midnight or after it, well, you know, think about that. Do the maths work. And that means that you're missing many of those hours, those crucial hours and they are crucial hours for your body going into repair and healing. This is when your organs do the repair and healing work for the day. So if you're missing those hours, it doesn't really matter what time you go to bed at, say, let's say you're in bed by midnight um, and you're getting eight hours sleep, you're never going to feel fully refreshed and you're always going to feel like you're catching up. And so this is what we kind of look at first. We look at kind of what time is she getting in bed at? And and that's where we put the focus on and making some changes to her current unsupportive habits. Is that a really, is that a because of the circadian rhythm? Yes, that's right. Yeah, because I know I've used to, yeah, you're totally right. And I know it's, you could probably explain it way better, but 
there's a lot of it's basically going along with the sun and the moon and kind of the yeah. cycles of the earth exactly right yeah, yeah. and there's a lot so of if you if you're if you go against those well yeah it's going to have a lot of harm on your body and it's like we'll think of that wear and tear you know it's that's really what's going to cause the chronic um disease and illness Mm-hmm. over you know if you're doing that over an extended period of time yeah and there's a lot of folks uh, omari uh mm. <laughs> listening there's some really <laughs> avid listeners and good buddies of ours that that will hustle and grind until 2 3 a.m and then get up the next morning at nine or so uh, you know and pre- pretty much do it again and i know i've done that before matt you used to be very late Mm-hmm. Uh, night guy before you had kids yeah <laughs> but kids change that <laughs> kids change that yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will help you force yourself into bed but um yeah it's because that that's it can last for a little bit and you know yeah maybe feel all right but i know it takes a toll on your body and your brain you're not functioning at your peak potential yeah that's absolutely right yeah yeah so what so you have them is that would like if you're thinking eighty twenty, is it mainly get to bed early? You know, get to bed by ten or get sleep. Yeah, by 10? but but also have a wind down practice. You know, because especially if you're a busy person with a busy life, there has to be a way that you're winding down. That you know you're letting go of some of that stress and um, busyness from your day, and um, so you know doing that through supportive uh, wind down rituals and practice. And that's that's crucial. That's really important. Do you have like an example of like what a, a wind down practice would look like? Right yes. Before bed? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a wind down practice could look like, um, you know, turning off screens, getting yourself off screens, you know, having a cut off time, say, you know, that you're off computers, you're off TV screens by, say, 7 p.m., 8 p.m., and you're sticking to that. And then, you know, it could be making a cup of herbal tea and maybe doing some journaling. And and this is a really powerful way to just assess your day. Like, what were some great learnings from today? What did I do really well at? And what did I not do so good at? Where can I improve for tomorrow? And that's a great way to just assess and review your day or even express gratitude. Like what were three really great things that happened to me today? Or how did I serve today? How did I show up today? And you could run a bath. This is a lovely way to wind down or have a shower if you don't have a bath. Or um, you could put your feet in water so you could have a little foot bath. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, you could do a meditation. You could do some um, stretch, stretching, light stretching. And um, you could go for a walk. You know, you could get yeah. close to water. Yeah. Lots of good stuff there. Yeah. Because I know mm. that's the most difficult thing that we all struggle with is there are screens everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> more and more now. Dear God. Yeah. I, I've, I've said it many times on the podcast, but it's like I want to one day, I don't know, maybe I'll convert Matt one day, right. is to do like a, at least a two to four week type getaway with no screens. Oh, yeah. And just like a yeah. reset. It's, uh, I actually had something like that recently. I did a vision quest <laughs> where nice. I went out, <laughs> yeah, I went out into nature for 12 days and three of those days were done alone and um, while fasting on water and just being completely in nature, rising with the sun, 
going to bed as the sunset every day, but no computer, no screens. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, it was just so healing on every level. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I know, you know, we both, you know, like I work out a lot. Matt will walk a lot at night and, mm -hmm. and it's yeah. just some of the most grounding. You could think deeper, you know, it gets you out of your little bubble of yeah. an office or your screen. If you're just staring that all day, like it drives me nuts if I don't go outside yeah. enough to get some yeah. sun and, or at night, you know, it's just peaceful. But yeah, I think this was, this serves like a lot of these little tactics serve as a good reminder for us that just kind of just keep at it every single day, growing businesses or mm. creating the best life we can. But we tend to ignore us <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah. 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 I know um, th this is almost a little bit of a, a an abrupt topic shift, but I, <laughs> how dare you, but I, I, I did, there was a few other things I wanted to touch on because, you know, yes, you, you do run a very successful business yourself as well. And, um, I, I would love to kind of get a few little insights before we wrap up about your actual business as well. Um, cause I know you've yes. got a podcast, you've got an app, you put on retreats, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, course, I'm a busy uh, lady. <laughs> you've got, yeah, you've got courses, you've, you've been featured in the media, media, you know, the, there's so much cool stuff that you've accomplished and you've created with your business. And, um, you know, some of those little things I wouldn't mind kind of touching on for mm -hmm. a minute. Um, yeah, probably starting with the, the, the earned media aspect. I know you've been sort of featured in, in some larger media, and I'm kind of curious about how some of that kind of stuff came about. Yeah, that I'm so blessed. Um, you know, I just really put it out there. I think the power of intention, um, you know, I, I put an intention out there because I really want to i have a big mission and i really want to get my work to as many women as possible because i know there's just so many women out there struggling with many of these issues that we've spoken about today and um i was just approached <laughs> mm. um by um the media and um, to and given these beautiful and wonderful opportunities love it so you know there was no hustle for me <laughs> in that regard like i it, it it all came to me yeah i mean that kind of stuff what i'm trying to say yeah that, that kind of stuff tends to happen when you put amazing work into the world people find it and mm -hmm. want to know more and want to feature you on their platforms yeah now now with your your podcast um, yes. What 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 sort of uh, I'm assuming the theme of the podcast is a, a lot of the same types of topics that we had here. Um, yeah. How how has the podcast um, impacted your business? What you know? Why why did you decide to add a podcast into the mix? I guess. Um, I think um, you know many. I had received a lot of different feedback about my voice, and many people have said to me over the years that I've got a very calming, soothing voice, <laughs> and it would be a that. great way for me to, um, you know, uh, get out there to women with my message. Um, and uh, the the podcast with the help of um, James Franco, um, I put that together nearly a year ago now. And um, my intention with that was because all the women that I support are very busy and, um, you know, they're just juggling so many hats. They have their own businesses or they're transitioning out of corporate to set up their own business and they're time poor. So what I wanted to do and my intention with the podcast show was to create short kind of um, 
you know, uh, highly valuable um, podcast episodes. So you won't find um, an episode uh, longer than like 20 minutes. Hmm. All of my episodes run from, say, three minutes to maybe, say, I think 18, 20, 25 minutes is the max. Hmm. So I try to keep them within the 30 minutes. Um, but I'm really adding as much value as possible. And my intention is that, you know, through hoping that, you know, the podcast show will reach the right women and um, that 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 will then enable them to um, come on board working with me to see the value in my work. Mm, yeah, podcasts. I mean, obviously we love them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's they've been they've turned into, and maybe this is becoming like for you too, is like the best form mm. of creating content and putting, yes. putting that value out there because you could just you can turn that into pretty much any other medium you can think of. That's mm -hmm. right. Very yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah. So props to you on doing that. Mm -hmm. How about Thank the, you. <laughs> yeah. How about the app itself? I know that was an influence by James as well. Yeah. Also by James. Yeah. The app. Um, my intention behind that was really to create something for um, our paid members. Um, and, you know, because again, a lot of the women that I support and work with are so busy and uh, the app is you know it just means that they don't have to be sitting at a pc or a laptop to do my program or to listen to the podcast episodes that they can do all of this from their mobile phone while they're driving in the car and while they're doing other things like maybe exercising or walking and um, it just allows them to use their time and manage their time in a better way yeah, I, I love it. I mean, you're giving people so many options to be able to yeah. do this this stuff, right? They can do the That's podcast right. while they're out for a walk or driving in their car. They can, yeah, you know, they exactly. have the app if they're, you know, sitting Meditations, around. Meditations, I'm sure. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, you just, yeah, yeah. You just give them a lot of options. Well, this, yeah. Uh, and it's good then also for women who aren't, um, you know, part of our programs yet. It's a great way for that because, you know, the app is free. So they mm -hmm. just download it. And it's a great way for them to just connect in with my work because there's so many free articles. I have a free online seminar. You know, I have close to 40 episodes on the podcast show that we mm -hmm. upload all of our events to the app. So, you know, they can connect with me in that way first before they decide to, you know, make an investment and come on as a mm -hmm. member. Where, where can they find all that stuff? From you. Yes. So um, my website is coronabrady.com. And um, on the on my website, there, if you just click on podcast, that literally has all of the podcast episodes. But they can also find my Energy for Life podcast with Corona Brady on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean. <laughs> nice. I'm curious because obviously you are very angled uh, to helping women. Do you know yes. of a good men resource? <laughs> you know, for for us guys, I know Insight. Uh, you know that app that you mentioned is a great one for everybody. Uh, yes. Um... And if you don't have one, that's fine too. Mm, I'm <laughs> just trying of, to think. Yeah. Um... Like I want to support yeah, the fifty percent or so. Yeah, <laughs> I I get asked this question actually quite a bit, and yes, I I don't. I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. the in the Insight app, I think would be great because yeah, that's that's for men and women. You sure. can you know 
Absolutely. And, you know, absolutely, they can, you know, start listening to my podcast show. Maybe it would support them on some level. It's, you know, some of the things I talk about are actually for men as well. Yeah. Oh, no, a lot of this stuff. I mean, just that uh, that meditation we just did together. <laughs> yeah. It still is leaving me more calm and less, uh, you know, because I'm pretty quick moving <laughs> usually. And I'm like, yeah. well, on these podcasts, just to give you guys visuals, I'm usually the one pacing back and forth because I'm thinking <laughs> it's just how, but I'm like, I've just been sitting the whole time nice and calm and soothe. <laughs> so you're doing something right. So it works for us guys too. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Matt, any other things to um, wrap up here yeah do you have any book recommendations that maybe you refer back to often or that you find yourself recommending to other people often yeah and um, i guess well two books that have really impacted myself um for life and business is actually one of the first personal development books i ever read <laughs> and um it's really stuck with me on my journey and mm -hmm. um, and it's a great book called feel the fear and do it anyway by susan jeffers mm -hmm. and yeah this was one of the very first self-help books i read i think when i was like 19 and the mm -hmm. learnings from this book just have always stayed with me in terms of just when fear arises to just feel it mm. and to allow it to move through rather than allowing it to keep you stuck because the only way to conquer fear is you have to face it and the book's real message is that you you can't wait for the fear to go away to magically disappear one day and um, to do something to take action mm. and and it, I, you know, at the time when I read this book, I was riddled in anxiety, especially social anxiety. And yeah. the book just really changed my life. And I, I go back to it to this day. Wow. Yeah, that's you nice. know that's just even one. for my life and then business, business decisions as well. It's yeah. all related. That's in yeah. And Matt, yeah. I saw you. Yeah, you have it on your shelf. I do there. actually have it on my bookshelf. This is one of these books that um, I bought at one point, but oh, I don't great. think I've actually yeah. read yet. Matt's, oh, Matt's okay. guilty <laughs> because everybody we know has read every book they no. have right now. No. <laughs> yeah, no, Matt's a good avid reader, so he's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that's a good one. But I wrote that down. And you said um, there was a, a second book too? Oh. Yeah. And um, well, you know, I'm sure your uh, listeners know this one. <laughs> it's a very popular one, The Four Hour Work Week. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, this book just really opened my mind to new ways of how I could really create and operate my business. And yeah, for me, it's really been a total life changer because mm -hmm. it's about really kind of escaping that mindset of, having to you know hustle and grind mm -hmm. for the nine to five and mm. um, and yeah there's a lot of gems inside this book it really opens your mind to creating the freedom and the lifestyle that you desire yeah because i think you know before reading that book i was probably very caught in just that busyness but really being busy, being busy, yeah. <laughs> and not really kind of producing the results that i desired yeah, that's one of those books that I know tons of people, most people here listening have, have read it, but that doesn't diminish it one bit because like you said, yeah. I'm almost curious, like just for myself, I kind of want to reread it because <laughs> yeah. it is that mind shift. And it's one of those things, if you read books like, you know, five, 
10 years later or whatever it might be, you might be, well, you are going to be in a totally different place. That's but right. Those yeah. lessons are going to pop out. So I'm, I'm just kind of curious for myself. I kind of want to pick it up again. <laughs> and quite honestly, the four hour work week was one of our catalysts for, you know, getting into business ourselves. I think sure. we, we started our mm-hmm. own online business uh, maybe about a year before that book came out. Mm-hmm. But okay. I, that book really sort of changed our perspective on everything from a, yeah. for, for us at the time, it was from the outsourcing perspective, not right. trying to do everything right. ourselves. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and was, likewise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think I was caught in that, you know, story that I have to do everything myself. Totally. Yeah. That's the typical entrepreneur. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I have sure to we wear can. all of these hats and yeah. be an expert at all of these things. <laughs> Well, Corona, this has been amazing, and uh, I'm happy that uh, we we had you on the show. It's it's something different, but it was definitely very necessary for every single person. And uh, definitely yeah. check out. Uh, we're we're going to link a bunch of stuff in the show notes. So if you're driving around or whatever, um, definitely go check out Evergreen Profits and find Corona's episode. You'll have it all there. <laughs> and uh, the website again is coronabrady.com. And, uh, That's we'll right. Yeah, and everything's there. You'll get, they can download the app. They can start listening to the podcast show. And they can even um, watch a free online seminar, yeah. which I have on my website. Um, which is, And this can be for the men as well, by the way, yeah. <laughs> to eliminate fatigue and gain true life energy in five simple steps. So men and women can watch that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> very much and uh thank you so much for having me it was such an honor for sure well take take care and we'll chat soon absolutely thank you all right thank you and i hope you just enjoyed this episode you just listened to now right now before we sign off i have a few things i would love for you to do so the very first thing is to go find our guest on facebook and tell them that you loved their episode with us that's going to help them uh just feel good about themselves but also uh, it's going to spread the word a little bit more for us so go find them on facebook everybody's on facebook and go say that you love their episode and maybe one cool thing that you learn there. The second thing is to go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. Just look up Hustle and Flowchart and hit the subscribe button. And the very last thing, the third thing is to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and help us spread the word more. That's how more people are going to get uh, this awesome knowledge, this, this cool podcast training and a whole bunch of other cool free training that we give out at evergreenprofits.com. So that's about it. Go find them on Facebook. Go subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. You would be amazing if you did that, but you're always amazing. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. You're awesome. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this different kind of an episode today. And what I would also say is if you are struggling with any of what we were talking about today on this interview, please reach out, book a call with me, a complimentary initial call with me. Go to coronabrady.com forward slash apply and let's have a chat. Let's see how I can support you right now if you're struggling with any of what we spoke about on the interview. Also, can I ask a huge favor? In order for me to really get this show to as many women as possible that badly need it, I need your help. Head on over to iTunes and please give us a rating, give us a review. What that does is when others are in the iTunes store browsing podcasts, 
it enables them to see this. This pops up and they can see that this is a good show to listen to too. Thank you so much for listening today.